Good morning. Good morning from Blackpool. <laughs> and a happy, 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 happy birthday to me. Yay. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't really celebrate birthdays because I'm getting, um, it means I'm getting old. <laughs> but do you know what? I don't care. It's my birthday and I don't care. I don't care about anything today. <laughs> it's a happy, happy day. So, I am in Blackpool. It is not that warm. It is a little bit chilly. But um, I'm on holiday. So, does it matter? No, it doesn't. <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, dear me. I have got... A really good fun fact for you. Okay, so I have got, according to research done, I don't know who did the research and I don't know when they did it. And actually, I don't really know why they did the research, but they did. And these are the things that they found while they were studying all this research. People in Canada, so people who live in Canada, eat the most macaroni and cheese than anyone else in the world. So, I don't know why Canada. I would have thought that it was America, but no, I would be wrong. Germany, people in Germany eat the most bread than anyone else in the world. And People in Belgium eat the most fries, more than anybody else in the world. How weird is that? I don't know why people needed to know that, but they've done the study, they've done the research, and that is what they've come up with. That is what they found. <laughs> so... If you live in Canada, Germany or Belgium, maybe you could drop me a message and tell me whether you like macaroni cheese, bread or fries and which one you would prefer to eat, regardless of which country you come from. Me, I quite like macaroni and cheese, so maybe I should go and live in Canada. Who knows? <laughs> anyway... I am going to read a story, another story, because I brought the library book with me on my holidays. So I am going to read another story from the library book. And it's called Jimmy and the Elephant Man. There we go. So let's begin. Are you sitting comfortably? Jimmy wanted to go to the circus. All his friends were going. But somehow his parents couldn't be bothered to take him. Well, his mother wasn't very well. And his father seemed very busy. Oh, I don't like to bother them, thought Jimmy. They'll only get cross with me. But how I wish I could go. Jimmy, Jimmy, I want you to run an errand for me, called Mother. Hurry now, go to Mrs Brown and tell her I need 12 new laid eggs tomorrow. Jimmy put down his book and ran off. He went down the street, up 
over the lane, over the hill, down to the farm, and all the way back again. Oh, it was a long walk, and Jimmy felt quite tired by the time he reached his own street once more. Just as he turned into his street, he saw an old lady sitting on a doorstep, crying. This was such a surprising sight that Jimmy stood still and stared for a moment, quite forgetting that it isn't kind to stare. But he didn't think that grown-ups ever cried. What's the matter, he said to the old lady going up to her. Don't you feel well? I've lost my purse with all my money in it, said the old woman, wiping her eyes with a big white handkerchief. And there's my son's watch in it too, which has just been mended. He will be so cross with me. Well, where do you think you lost your purse? asked Jimmy, looking all around as if he expected to see it in the road somewhere. I've just come back from Mrs Brown at the farm, said the old lady. I must have dropped it somewhere on the way. Oh, how funny, said Jimmy. I've just been to Mrs Brown's too. But I didn't see your purse on the way back. Of course, I was running and not looking. I suppose you wouldn't go back and see if you can find it for me, little boy, asked the, little, the old lady. Jimmy really didn't want to at all. He had already been all the way there and all the way back and he was tired and wanted to sit down again with his book. It would be horrid to have to go to the farm again. But the old lady looked very sad and he didn't like to think of someone as old as his granny sitting on a doorstep and crying like that. Of course I'll go and find it for you, he said. You go home and sit down. I'll bring you the purse if I find it. Where do you live? Number six in the next street, said the old lady, getting up. Oh, thank you kindly, little boy. She walked slowly down the street and Jimmy went back up the lane, looking everywhere for the purse. He kicked up the leaves. He looked under the hedges, but he couldn't find that purse anywhere in the lane. He went up the hill and looked everywhere there. He went almost to the farm, hunting all the way. And just as he got to the first farm gate, he saw the purse. It was a big brown one lying in the mud. How pleased Jimmy was to see it. He picked it up and ran off at once. His legs were so very very tired by this time but he felt so pleased about the purse that he didn't think of that. He went to number six in the street next to his and knocked. Come in, cried a voice. Jimmy went in. The old lady was sitting down by a bright fire drinking a cup of cocoa. I found your purse, said Jimmy and he put it in her lap. Wasn't that lucky? Oh, the old woman picked it up and opened it. She nodded her head. Yes, she said, all my money's there and my son's watch too. Now, little boy, would you be so kind as to take this watch to my son for me? I'm too tired to go out again and he wants it tonight. 
Well, Jimmy thought that was too bad to go out again, but never mind, he'd do it. He took the watch from the old lady, asked her where to take it and went out. Before he did anything more, though, he ran home to tell his mother what had happened to him. She was getting quite worried about him. Oh, well, Jimmy, you've been very kind to the old lady, she said. Did she give you a reward to show she was grateful? No, Mum, said Jimmy. I expect she couldn't afford to give me anything. And anyway, I didn't want anything. I just didn't like to see her crying. He went off with a watch. He had to take it to a house not very far away. He knocked at the door and asked for Mr Siglio. That was the name of the old lady's son. Oh, he's just upstairs, said the woman who opened the door. You'll catch him um, if you hurry. He's just off to his elephants in a minute. His elephants, said Jimmy in surprise. What do you mean? Oh, he's the man that makes the elephants do their tricks at the circus, said the woman. Didn't you know? Oh, yes, he has eight fine elephants and they all love him as if they were his brother. You should see how they twine their trunks around him and fuss him. Oh, you can see that man's being kind to his animals. Mr Siglio sounded rather a nice man, Jimmy thought. He went up the stairs and knocked on another door. He went in and there was the famous Mr Siglio dressing himself up in yellow trousers, a bright blue coat and a great blue top hat, just as he appeared in the circus posters, which were all over the town. Hello, hello, said Mr Siglio, looking at Jimmy. And who have we here? Mr Tickle Me Up or Master Tumble Me Down? Oh, no, said Jimmy. My name's Jimmy and I've brought you your watch. I saw your mother sitting on a doorstep and crying because she had lost her purse with her money in it and your watch too. I was lucky enough to find her purse and she asked me to bring you the watch. So here it is. And very kind of you it is, said Mr Siglio, taking the watch and stuffing it into his trousers pocket. What can I do for you in return? Oh, nothing, thank you, said Jimmy. I hope your elephants perform well tonight. Have you seen them at the circus? asked Mr Siglio. No, said Jimmy, I haven't been. And I'm afraid I'm not going either. Oh, bless us all, said Mr Siglio, putting his blue top hat on his head all on one side. Here's a boy who hasn't seen my famous elephants. I can't allow this. Run home, boy, and tell your mother that Mr Siglio, the famous elephant man, wants you to help him at the circus tonight. So that night, Jimmy went to the circus. And will you believe it? Mr Siglio got him into the big ring and made him help with the elephants. Oh, yes, you would have seen Jimmy riding on one and throwing a ball to another and giving a bun to a third. He had never had such an exciting time in his life. I didn't know that old lady's son was Mr Siglio, the famous elephant man, he told his father that night. 
Ah, said his father, there's a lot we don't know, Jimmy, till we give a bit of help to somebody. And then it's wonderful the things that happen. (laughs) Well, that was his reward, wasn't it, for helping the old lady. Um, So you have to be nice and you have to be kind. (laughs) Are you nice and kind? Do you know what? I know you are. I don't even need to ask that question because I know that anybody who listens to my stories is a nice and kind person. Definitely. (laughs) So what have you all got planned for today? Me, I am taking my children to um, the beach and we're going to have chips for lunch on the beach just as a treat and an ice cream of course afterwards (laughs) providing they eat all their chips of course and then tonight I am going to um, I'm going out with some of my cousins I have a lot of cousins I have a lot of family I'm very very lucky like that and my cousins have all arranged a night out for my birthday so so exciting so happy birthday if you are my birthday twin and you have a birthday today as well um i won't sing happy birthday to myself i will spare you me singing (laughs) um but um i just hope you have the best best day because I am going to have the best, best day. (laughs) Okay, so I will see you all again tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And I'll be a whole year older tomorrow. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Never mind. Anyway, I will see you tomorrow. But until then, make sure you take care and make sure you stay safe. (laughs) Bye for now.